It's playoff time. Big stakes, bigger promotions every day of basketball and hockey playoffs. DraftKings will have $20,000 in total prizes up for grabs. The best part? It's free for you to get a shot at these daily cash prizes. DraftKings will be offering two free play pools every day of the NBA playoffs, offering players a free shot at $20,000 in total prizes. All you have to do is answer a handful of questions around what you think is going to happen during that day's game and track your results throughout the evening. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings app now and use promo code THPN when you sign up to get your free shot at $20,000 in total prizes every day of the playoffs. Head to DraftKings pool page to get your shot at huge cash prizes. That's promo code THPN for a limited time only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for full details. Soda Stream first intermission. A uh, little bit of a schedule change here. Uh, Brett Marshall couldn't join us this evening, but answering the bat signal, we got Jason, uh, the Hockey Podcast Network's own from the Blues Hockey Podcast. How's it going, Jason? Not bad. How are you guys doing? Good man. Again, thanks for joining us here. I know, uh, I know it's not the the best showing from the Blues in the first period, but you lit us up last night, so uh, so that's okay. That's okay. We're just gonna dive into a quick little recap on what went on in that first period, and then we'll we'll dive into a lot of other topics here, uh, playoffs included, because I know you're just prepping for uh, some of your stuff coming up on the Blues Hockey Podcast, and uh, and you're just ripe with some topics to to, to dive into. But three nothing lead right now. For from the Minnesota Wild after that first period in tonight's well, last game of the regular season for the Wild. The latest goal coming from uh, Marcus Foligno. And we also had goals coming from Ryan Suter as well as Nico Sturm. So we're actually missing Brett because we wanted to get into uh, some Sturm talk, but we'll put that on the shelf for next time. Uh, Hoppy, any thoughts on this first period coming from you? I mean, it's like we talked about for the Capitals and Bruins game, right? Scrubs versus scrubs, like good to see the wild come out with some fire and regain some confidence after the absolute, absolute flogging yesterday, <laughs> which whatever, we'll, we'll have to race and move on short memory. But uh, no, I, I what I kind of want to lead off with here, because there's not a whole lot to really recap from that period. Uh, Jason, I want to hear from your perspective, because we've exhausted what the wild would prefer here. Who do you want to play, Colorado or Vegas? Well, I want to do you guys a favor and let you guys have Vegas. Okay. Because you guys have agreed. Thank you. I didn't realize how, how good you guys were this year until I saw the stat <laughs> last night during the uh, broadcast. You guys are like uh, five, two, and one or something, I think I saw. So, really, you guys matched up super well this year, which is great. Um, I think, as much as I think the Blues and could, uh, you know, if they played the way they can against Ve- Vegas, I think they would definitely push the series to the limit. Um, but at the end of the day, I think they match up a lot better against Colorado. I think in a seven game series, 
they can uh, definitely wear them down. I mean, it, I know Colorado has a pretty deep team, but if you can stop that number one line, especially five on five, the Blues shut them down five on five for the last three games against them. No five on five goals. They were all power play goals and one shorthanded goal. If you can basically stay out of the box against uh, Colorado, at least for the from the Blues' perspective, you can do well against them. You can shut them down, and half those games were with our number, you know, maybe our number two or number three defenseman coming back from a back injury. So I prefer Colorado, and I think a lot of Blues fans are pushing Colorado. I think the only reason people are pushing Vegas for the Blues is because they just want to eliminate Petrangelo. Yeah, that's, that's... <laughs> well, and Isha, we were talking about this before too, right? Like, I, I think that Colorado's the better match for St. Louis, and how wild would it be if the top two teams in the league – ended up with just dog shit first round matchups somehow both got eliminated like what a goddamn world to live in but like you said it there Jason if you can get O'Reilly to shut down or at least limit McKinnon right not going to shut down but limit McKinnon mm -hmm. like I think you can bully Colorado way more than you can with Vegas I think Vegas is right there with you in big boy stature yeah I think Vegas is built top and bottom as one of the I give credit to George George McPhee what he's done, and obviously he's a lot of, had a lot of capital and he worked the system really well. But um, he's built that team to match today's game, big, fast. You know, Pete DeBauer came in and has done a really good job. Yeah, at the end of the day, Vegas is gonna be a tough matchup no matter who. I mean, I know you guys have played him really well, so that's uh, definitely a good thing for Minnesota. But they're gonna be a tough challenge, I think, no matter if they do face the Blues or they face Minnesota. Uh, Sean Cosgrove, our one of our biggest fans, rival rivaling uh, your boy SV is the biggest fan of the soda pod. Rivaling that that should be a T-shirt. Holy shit! Anyways, uh, <laughs> he says I like that. He just says we when referring to the wild. Plenty of room for the wagon. Welcome. I know I've since covering them the the last uh, two seasons. I've I've let a couple wees slip, and I'm usually critical of people who do that as sports fans. And I guess, uh, you know, the irony is I'm, I'm letting them slip now because I just love this team. But anyways, thanks for tuning in again, Sean. And thanks to everyone tuning in on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch on this Soda Stream brought to you by DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports. If you're not already a user of the DraftKings app, uh, go check it out. Plug in the promo code THPN for a sign-up bonus. And if you're already a user, you can get weekly deals. Uh, just keep punching in that code THPN. Uh Let's keep the playoff talk rolling, boys, because uh, I'm digging this. And again, glad to have a St. Louis representative uh, to join us because we've been talking about we've been exhausting this topic for the last few weeks on the soda pod, just kind of waiting for everything to pan out. And I would and, and play out and just solidify with an actual schedule and and, and an actual uh, well matchup moving forward. And I'd say I agree with pretty much everything you guys well, especially you, Jason, was saying there. I think the St. Louis Blues could, you know, really give uh, you know Colorado a run for their money and and sh and shut them down. Any injuries on the St. Louis Blues front right now that would be concerning for the for the roster in this in this playoff run? Uh, there's a lot of banged up, pretty much guys. Colton Preco has been on again, off again, hurt all year. He missed a solid 21 games this year with a back injury. Has been reported, and they looks like they were trying to avoid surgery. And I guess for right now, it seems they are. The Blues are usually, oh, everything's fine. And then you find out the next day, it's like, oh, he's having surgery. He's out for six months. That's happened to Tarasenko twice. I was just going to say, a la Tarasenko. 
yeah, they a couple times like, oh, he needs a day, and then the next day is like, oh yeah, he's gonna have shoulder surgery. He'll be out till next October, and it's like, okay. Uh, Colt Preco is a little banged up. Uh, Ty Bozak <laughs> has just come back from a concussion, but he's turned uh, turned back the clock the last couple of weeks. And, and over his last 20 games since coming back, he's got 15 uh, points. That's for, insane. So for a guy that pretty much a lot of Blues fans were, you know, kind of lamenting that, it, you know, the signing the, this year looked really bad making $5 million, but he's a guy who's wins he's the second highest faceoff percentage right now in the blues behind o'reilly who's among the league leaders so bozak is i think believe in the top 15 for a faceoff percentage that last time i checked um so he's turned it around which has helped out the depth robert thomas is coming back jordan Cairo is playing well uh outside i mean colton prego is the big injury you have tarasenko who has a lower body injury now so they're not saying it's the shoulder um they want him to come back before this uh, this game they want him and dunn to come back that hasn't happened. So Dunn has been now out for three weeks. Uh, he's been also reported a lower body injury. So that could be something to look for. Hopefully they, uh, with the rest till our schedule is now Monday, it looks like uh, I wish we had Minnesota schedule. You guys have a really nice playoff schedule. Nice afternoon game to start on Sunday. One late game, two nice home starts around seven o'clock. That's pretty nice. Uh, us as a blues fans, I think uh, there's a, uh, I guess uh, every time the uh, we've had playoffs the last couple of years, they've been very late starts. Um, so we've had the nine. I'm sure Minnesota's had the same issue with the 8:45 as a home game start a couple of times. We've had that happen. So a uh, little gripe about that, but we're in the West Division. It was going to happen, so we'll roll with it. Win the games. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Hoppy, what what else you got for Jason here? Because I, I got a few other things that we can get into, but uh, since we are on this topic of, of playoffs. I mean, this is more tongue-in-cheek, but I do want to, I guess, get to the core of it. But Huso or Bennington, who do you roll with? Huso uh, just, I mean, any wrong, last night's game was great. <laughs> uh, I mean, that was that was his best game all year. He's been He's slowly ramped up as the season's gone along. The confidence is slowly built. Uh, throughout the season he's kind of he had a streak of there was a streak of seven straight starts where he let in a goal within the first three shots no matter what the game was sometimes it was the first shot the second shot it was kind of like a yeah. weird thing like if he got by the first shot and let a goal in he was kind of okay after that he's some goalies are them. weird like that though i've seen that you know throughout watching hockey my whole life yeah he's very uh so first real nhl season for him so as a backup Bennington really didn't have anybody to push him this year, and it seems like he was starting to slowly turn it back on. So I think Bennington, despite what's going on tonight, I, you got to roll with Bennington, you know, considering how good he played in 2019. Up until the, uh, you know, stoppage last year, he was among the league leaders in a lot of categories. He most, I think he was second in wins. Um, he was pretty decent in goals against, and then the bubble happened, and this season hasn't really been great with the loss of Petrangelo and Bo Meester. So the Blues defense has kind of been a, you know, retool and, you know, kind of everybody's figuring out their roles. Justin Falk has played really well, which helped. So right now it's definitely Bennington. Huso, it's, you know, that game really helps me give you a little confidence in case something happens and you need to have Huso come in. But Bennington's going to have the bulk of the starts for the playoffs. And so the real question out of that, though, Jason, like what faith do you have in Bennington as your goaltender going into either series? So, uh, right now, I think as long as the Blues get healthy, 
and they can play their game, I think Bennington will, I think, step up. The last he's – until this game, he's been 5-0-3 in his last eight. So he was just starting to turn it around. Uh, a couple of those games had late goals to kind of spoil a shutout. So he was starting to get that groove back where he's under three goal. I think in – my notes are in six of those eight wins, he was under uh, two or two or less goals. So he was starting to find that form again after really struggling early in the season. So I think the faith of starting getting restored. I saw a lot of people after he got the contract, the contract, he got six year deal. Everybody was like, why would you give him $6 million when he's struggling this year? Uh, the blues have really never had a goalie <laughs> to rely on for a long, long time. So I have no problem with that, but I think everything's going to be fine with Bennington. Yeah, I'm fucking all-star. You convincing yourself or us? Yeah, a little bit of both, but okay, fair enough. <laughs> and just high level because we don't want to dive into it too much right now. We can get more into playoff stuff, but anything noteworthy here this off season for the Blues as far as players that you got to re-sign, players you're worried you're going to lose, who you think might jump in the expansion draft. I mean, anything that's top of mind for you. Um, we'll do expansion draft, then free agency. Uh, expansion draft, it's going to be pretty much one of three players, depending if Doug Armstrong uh, decides to make a move before end. It's going to be Vince Dunn, more than likely, just because you're going to protect Krug, Pareko, and Falk. So you're pretty much, they're going to do the 7 3 1, is pretty much what is Armstrong. Do you protect Falk? Do you? Yeah, he's, yes. He's been tremendous this year and. Compared to okay. if you watch last year's Justin Falk and this year's Justin Falk, you would not believe the kind of transformation he stepped up. And right, played but which one's real? Almost thirty. I will prefer this one right now because if you think about it, last year he was cat miscast most of the time. He was playing his offside most of the time. He's playing third pairing most of the time. Had no power play minutes or very little at that. And I think he's one of those guys where you ha- he has to play more to kind of get into the groove of a game. And when he's had more minutes this year, he's played well. Him and Tory Krug have been a pretty good pairing overall. They've had a couple, like there's been a couple of times where I think Tory Krug's been a little hurt and he's played. And, but I think overall, Justin Falk's definitely one that you have to protect. So Vince Dunn, unless he gets traded, because he was on the trade block earlier in the year, but then kind of got removed when the Blues started to play a little bit better. It's going to be Dunn. Uh, Sammy Blay or hopefully Zach Sanford. So that would be my three that I think we're going to lose. Huso, I mean, I guess you have an outside chance, but I think there's a lot of other goalies out there Yeah, that they can choose. Yeah, for sure. So, so why Sanford? Because again, I not cover, you know, not covering, not really following the St. Louis blues too much this season. I know he was, he's too old to be a, you know, a, a guy who everyone's banking on, you know, popping now. Cause you know, he's had a little bit of success with the, well, he won the Stanley cup, obviously uh, a few times, but he hasn't got a major role in this team. And from what I heard, there were a lot of high hopes for him, even, you know, on a, a bottom six role, but really solidifying uh, that spot on a roster. Why has the St. Louis blues and the St. Louis blues fans given up on this guy? Like what, what's been wrong with this game? Cause again, from an outsider's point of view, I always thought that there was a little bit more hype to, to Zach Sanford. Yeah, I think it's more St. Louis Blues fans than the St. Louis Blues. He seems to be a, definitely a Coach Brube guy. Like, he's 
he's given him a lot of more chances when there's been some uh, screw ups. Uh, there was a couple, if you guys remember, a couple weeks ago where there's a couple of games uh, where Minnesota tied it late against the Blues. There, that little three game series we had at the Enterprise Center. And there's a couple of late games where the uh, late goal was given up. Uh, both times Zach Sanford's out there didn't clear the puck. Um, he, he's been perennially put on top lines and not produced. He has a team worst plus minus, which you can argue if that's, you know, some people like that stat, some people don't, um, hasn't really produced on that top. He's been with O'Reilly and Perron a lot and really hasn't produced. Uh, so I, and he's just one of those guys that you just wouldn't protect at the end of the day. There's too many other guys you need to protect right now, um, that even even Oscar Sundquist, who was out with a torn ACL, was definitely worth protecting over him at this point. And he just hasn't performed our expectations. He had 16 goals, 14 assists last year. He's only has nine goals this year. Um, and just so not play. the biggest hit if he was the one who'd be selected. If he was the one selected, I think there'd be much more rejoicing than disappointment. Oh. Well, there you go. There you go. Well, the period is underway again. Uh, here, the second period of the Minnesota Wild Blues game here on the Soda Stream. So, Jason, before we let you go and take a break here, before we're back in the second intermission, uh, plug away, sir. What do you got cut brewing on the, the Blues Hockey Podcast? All right. So, uh, obviously, with the playoffs right around the corner, we'll be having our big playoff uh, preview show coming up here. Uh, that we should be up, hopefully, uh by Saturday, by the time all the games start, we're going to go across the board. We're going to do every division, focus on the Blues primarily, and then kind of do quick hits on pretty much the East. But we're going to focus on definitely the West and see how that is. And have predictions from uh, my co-host Chris and also uh, one of our um, the uh, one of our special guests, Bon, who does the, uh, our uh, theme song. So he'll be on to help out with us. So. We'll have that coming up. We, uh, you know, on a plug, we also had a really good show recently. Um, we had Theo Fleury and Erica from the same here uh, global on, and we had a really great conversation. And that's one of the episodes I'm really super proud of. So hopefully, everybody, please go check that out. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Pocket Cast, and a bunch of other, uh, anywhere you can find pretty much podcasts, we are out there. Look, I can not only vouch for that episode because I listened to it and absolutely loved it. But like I said, Jason works with the Hockey Podcast Network. Folks, go show him some love. Check it out. Blues Hockey Podcast. If not just, you know, if not just that episode, but all of them. They're unbelievable. Jason, thanks for jumping on last minute. Uh, we'll get you back on the show uh, soon, especially if uh, things shake up here in the playoffs. Uh, on the other side, we got... Who do we got, Hoppy? I, I forget. I forget who we got in our second intermission. That, that's, that makes a lot of sense that you forgot about him. Oh, I'm playing it up here. I'm playing it up here. We yeah, have Der Derek Felska, who Isha would never forget about. Never, never. Uh, thanks again, Jason. Enjoy the second period, everybody. We'll see you on the other side for this uh, presentation of the Soda Stream, uh, presented by the Hockey Podcast Network and DraftKings. Now a show that's going to give you the truth about the biggest epidemic of our times. We're all a little crazy. We're all a little crazy is brought to you by the Same Here Global Mental Health Movement and the Hockey Podcast Network. This is NHL great mental health advocate and member of the Same Here Alliance, Theo Fleury. 
This is 20-year professional sports executive, mental health advocate, and founder of the hashtag Same Here Global Mental Health Movement, Eric Cusin. This is Darren Ravel, sports business insider, mental health advocate, and founder of the Same Here Influencer Alliance. We're so afraid as a society to rip the Band-Aid off the topic in a real way. Anytime you open up about something that's controversial or taboo, the first one through the wall always gets bloodied. And that's why we're doing this. We don't mind being the ones getting bloodied. We put our stories out there well before it was a thing to do for a reason. Because as much as they're extreme examples of how far you can fall, they show everyone the challenging life experiences impact everyone, even those of us who have reached the top of our competitive industries. The issue in media today, traditional media and social media, we are so quick to look for simple answers, simple explanations. We want everything wrapped in a bow. But this topic is messy. The nuances need to be explained. Yeah, it needs real, long-form conversation like this. I'm just thrilled that we can be real with people and address the current events happening in this space in real time and set the record straight. More talk happening doesn't mean it's helping the conversation move forward. The words we use matter. We have the greatest mental health awareness in the history of our planet, and yet the mental health trends and outcomes are awful. It means the current messages aren't working. Find me a person who hasn't faced trauma in their lives. Anyone. You can. Things have affected all of us. It's why we all say we are all a little crazy in our own unique ways. This topic isn't for one in five of us with mental illness. It's for five in five whose mental health has been impacted. This isn't an athlete issue. It's not a musician issue. It's a societal one. This is the greatest epidemic of our time. No, it's not about stopping any stigma. It's about us all saying same here. Our openness and the commonality in our struggles, that's what erodes stigma better and faster than any campaign telling people to stop anything ever will. Available on all podcast apps. Do us a favor and download each episode before you listen. And if you're an Apple user, please rate and review the podcast as it helps us get these important conversations out to reach a larger audience.